Welcome everybody to We Geek Podcast. We are episode 164. It is Wednesday, April 3rd. I am Logan, joined by my tremendously hoarse but still good friend Adam. What up? <laughs> it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, yep. but we are back. We 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 couldn't we couldn't put this off anymore. So here yep. we are. <laughs> oh yeah, the moment I get sick, all the news comes out. Of course, of course. Uh, you know, because we've had. Uh, I, I was going back through the the notes for this for for last month, and I was like, okay, so we know about Pokemon, we know about Reggie, we know about we know about we know about. And I was like, we can't really cover all this because it's old by this point. But, oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, so uh, as we know, there's we we have had tremendous things going on. Uh biggest I think news today was that Endgame tickets went on sale. Oh yeah. Were you able to get yours? Y- yep. Yeah, yep. I'm squared away for for mine. Um I know a lot of people were having a lot of issues cuz you know, of course they were. They Right. How did AMC not think about this? Dude, it's every it's I I ask sorry, I I ask the same question of cuz I mean Fandango was down, uh Regal was down, Adam crashed. That was long, though. I mean, Fandango was... It seemed like that's where everyone was going and getting their tickets when I looked online. Yeah. And then, you know, four or five hours later, AMC.com is still down. Yeah. Now, it's still... It was working a little while ago. Right. No, well, I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say still, I guess. But for like four hours, I was like... Ever since 8 a.m., you know, when, when, when they went on sale... I was. I kept refreshing. I kept doing everything. I ended up going through Fandango. The reason why I have the uh, I have the what do you call it? The A list. Yeah, the A list program. Yeah. Yeah, and I wanted to go through that because oh, you know, I pay for that. So yeah. And I thought, well, I have to go through AMC, but I I didn't know I could go through Fandango, and I thought that's what I finally did. And if you were picking AMC theater on Fandango, it um. It, it would pause. It was. It was. It was because the the website was down, but you could order them through Fandango long before you could actually go to the AMC theaters website. Interesting. Well, and I mean, it's like how many video games do we see get get beta tested and then the day they come out because of high demand they crash anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, the same. I knew this was coming. It's it's the same thing. It's like okay, we're prepared, we're prepared, we're prepared, and then you realize, oh no, we were not prepared at all. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh wait, did you say you wanted sixteen more servers? I took that as you wanted sixteen less more servers. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. So that's yeah, so it was a it was a fun morning. Um I know I've been I've been checking theaters around here. Just it, it, any theater in, in my area that has reserved seating and all the premium formats, the Dolby, the IMAX, everything like that, are packed. The right. rest of them, not so much, which I right. thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, well, once you get spoiled with like the Dolby and or the IMAX, yeah. you, you, for this kind of film, you you don't want the first time you see it to not be the best yeah. that you could get. You know, I, I I I mean I get it, I understand, but you know you have to balance eventually. You know, do are, do you want to wait or do you just want to watch it? So, well, see, that's the thing. It's it's how many years in the making, you know? Eleven, so, eleven years. Right, right. So, like, this is this is you know, people going and seeing you know episode one, 
because of how many years there was between Return of the Jedi. And you know what I mean? Like for so many people, it's like I totally get it why they would flock to the premiere type seatings before they would do the other ones. Yeah. I'm sure this will fill out, but that, I mean, that makes sense that those are the first ones gone. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's insane. And, oh, yeah. and I have seen, I know AMC is doing this at three locations, the entire marathon. They started at, they started on Tuesday night and it runs straight through. That's crazy. Yeah, it's like 50 it, it winds up being like 59 hours by the end of it. My goodness. It's, it's madness. And they're only doing it they're doing it at one theater in California, one in New York and one in Illinois. And I've got to imagine that that there're going to be other chains. Like I've got to imagine like Regal's going to do this. And, oh, uh, Alamo Drafthouse is also doing it, which is not surprising. Uh, yeah. But it's a $125 ticket. That's crazy. It's madness, but it's 23 movies. So, I mean, 20, 22, 23, something like that. Wow. It's, it's craziness. I've, I just sat at home and, and watched them off and on over the last like week. So I'm, I'm good, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, everyone's going through the, uh, the Marvel stuff right now. I'm going through game of Thrones. Yeah. That's, that's what I was doing. And then. I was like, I, I got through, when did I get through? Like season two. And I was like, I need a break. Well, see, my, my problem is, is I have fallen down such a rabbit hole on YouTube for the lore videos. Oh, no. Yes. Once you start <laughs> fall, I do. I got a book and everything like oh, <laughs> from Amazon. Like it's, I have fallen down such a hole right now for the lore of that show. Yeah. Uh, or the series, you know, the book series and everything else. But, and, and like, it's, it's funny because you always hear about like how, um, George R. R. Martin has done everything but write the new books. And we've heard that he's written other, uh, Game of Thrones books. And I didn't realize how many other Game of Thrones books he's written between the last one and the, the one coming out. Oh yeah. A ton. But, yeah. Oh Yeah. So it's just it's been a fun <laughs> hole to fall down for, uh, you know, uh, theory videos and lore videos. It's it's insane. Yeah, there's yeah. well, because I mean, it's an entirely different world, and there's so much going on. Like I, God, I can't imagine what that's like. <laughs> oh yeah, and like there's you know, I they start showing well, here's Westeros, and you know, and they start going over the two major continents that we know, and they're like, oh by the way, here's this third one that's only talked about in the books, but it's all swamp and no one knows the end of it, and like it just. It, it goes deep. It yeah. goes really deep. It goes crazy. Wild, just wild. But yeah, it's if if you're gonna marathon things, now's the time because it's it's you know we're we're getting to where everything is is gonna kick off now between between Game of Thrones being the end of everybody's Sunday night and Endgame being the end of you know everyone who works at a movie theater. It's oh, yeah. it's it's gonna be a month. It's definitely going to be a month. Oh yeah, absolutely. But uh, anyway, the uh, box office this past weekend wasn't too bad. Uh, Dumbo came in a little under expectations, just about forty-six million. I think they were aiming for like sixty. I think that was kind yeah. of where they wanted it. Right. But you know, I mean, not terrible, all things considered. Um, yeah. It, of the three that we're getting this year, this was definitely the one that I thought would do the weakest. Oh, for sure. It's uh, not in the same 
level as Aladdin and, and Lion King. No, no. So I, you know, I'm. I think forty six million is 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 reasonable. I don't think anybody's but, pulling their hair out over it. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, uh, us did another thirty three million. That puts it up over uh, one and a quarter altogether. Uh, Captain Marvel adds another twenty and change. Um, I think. Today it's projected to break a billion worldwide. It's either today or tomorrow. Oh, cool. Um, Unplanned also came out this past week. A little over six million. Uh, I live in semi-rural North Carolina, so I'm pretty sure that all came from around here. And <laughs> fu- oh man, oh, hmm. those those were fun. Uh, and five feet apart, uh, about another six point two million. Five feet apart's just kind of been chugging along. Like it's been drawn some fairly steady numbers. Um, yep, that's oh, man, that was such a a strange. Like I, it it doesn't go how I thought it goes. I haven't watched it, but somebody was talking about it, and they were like, "Do you care if I spoil it?" I was like, "No," and so they spoiled it for me, and I was like, "I that's not what I thought was going to happen at all." So now I'm just <laughs> really confused. Nice, but. And then this week, um, this week is kind of a a two and a half movie one um, because the best of enemies, it, it looks really good. It looks like it should be closer to an award season time of movie though. Oh. Um, and then you've got Pet Cemetery, which hopefully is as creepy as it looks. If it's if it lives up to the hype and the marketing, it's going to be just just awesome. Uh, and of course, Shazam, the big one this week. Oh yeah. So, gonna gonna be interesting to see how just exactly how all this shakes out. Yeah, I'm gonna try and see see Shazam at some point this week. Yeah, it looks fun, and it's been getting good reviews, and everybody's kind of saying that they're like, it's a fun superhero movie. I'm like, my God, they do still make those. That's right. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we talked about uh, the in-game tickets went on sale. Uh, and that's going to put the bookend on what Marvel is now calling the Infinity Saga, which, you know, fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. It's a, it's a fun little way to sell a giant $600 collector's case at Christmas. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's what it's going to be. You know, you thought the phase, the phase one briefcase was something, you know, wait, wait until you see whatever it is they do for this whole set. It's all going to be, you know, the 4k ultra HD 3d blu-rays and everything. And it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, damn. Absolutely. Now, do you, all of these movies are going to be on Disney though, right? Yeah, they 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 will eventually all make their way to the Disney Plus service. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, man, it, yeah. I'm trying to look up the sets now, but it's crazy. Twenty twenty. It's what twenty twenty two twenty three films. I think that's crazy. In a, in eleven years. I mean, that's that ain't nothing. No, definitely not. Yeah. Oh, did you see the? Uh, was it the Russos confirmed that this is that this is Stan Lee's last cameo? Yeah, I saw that. I I, I thought the Spider Man one would be the last one, but I guess not. I I think it's because they kind of do do his stuff late, because the one for Captain Marvel they did not long before he died. 
That's true. And that's that true. and that wasn't too awful long before the movie came out. So I I I can imagine. I I, I was kind of worried that that Endgame might be the last one. Yeah, um, you're, you're probably right. But I I know we've I, I'm, I know we've talked about it on the show before. You know, there will always be nods or or little right little Easter eggs for stance where like they did in in Daredevil with right, this, right. this poster on the wall or something. There'll always be those. No no doubt. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, that was that was that was a bummer. And just just knowing that going into it, like that'll you know, if if you didn't tear up at the beginning of Captain Marvel, you have no soul for one thing. <laughs> like that was oh yeah, God, I was uh-huh. not ready for that at all. Yeah, yeah it was, but that that cameo is definitely now probably my favorite of the uh, of all of them. Oh, it's tremendous. I love the way that it brings so much together. Yeah, it really does. Uh, it's it's so meta. It's crazy. It's it's beyond meta. And what right. God, what Kevin must have thought when he when he found out what that was. Right. Like right. That, God, what that must have been like. Yeah, it's it's got to be a crazy feeling. <sighs> but anyway, um, we also got some Guardians three news. James Gunn has been reinstated as director, which. <laughs> And and here's the thing. I think this was always the plan. Really? I I do because do you notice how they never it never seemed like they were actually looking for anybody else? No, they were though. They were asking other people and the directors were like openly declining it. Yeah, like, but like they asked the oh, what's his name? Uh Taikiti the, or the, the guy who did Thor 3. I don't think they actually asked Taika. Or was it someone? Because I saw that quote he said. He was like, "No, I would absolutely not do it." I, he like I don't think Marvel asked him. I think that fans had just kind of uh-huh. built up the thing of like, "Well, if it can't be James Gunn, it should be Taika." And I think right. a reporter or somebody asked him about that, and he was like, "No, that's that's James's movie." Well, I guess somewhere along the line, I got the idea that a lot of directors were doing that, and that Disney just they realized this isn't going to work without it. I, I think I, I I think it's just that directors were kind of coming out and saying they weren't interested. I don't right. I don't think it was Disney pursuing them and being declined. Um, because the way that I read it was just kind of directors were just kind of coming out and saying, "No, nah, I'm I'm not interested in it." So gotcha. I think it just kind of kept coming up in interviews. Right. And I and that's why that's I think this was always the plan. Like they're gonna put James in timeout because of this and he you know he he gave his apology and everything and they're gonna say okay we'll see how you handle this and he handled it exactly the way he should have and they said okay you can come play in the sandbox again yeah and i I, so i i think this was kind of always the plan really yeah Um, Yeah. but anyway that gives that's now we're gonna have everything back on track for that. There's not going to be any uncertainty about, well, what about this? What about that? You know, but Batista gets what he wants. So that's, that's always a good <laughs> oh, thing. My goodness. Oh my I, you know, I saw, I, I didn't see that live. Oh, and I saw a clip of it and I thought it was like someone edited it. No, that's what's even, that's what's even better. <laughs> and then you realize he's like, no, that was him saying it like 10 times. <laughs> yeah. It, it was not, it was not a loop. It, it, it actually happened that way. And you're just like, oh man. But uh, that that's that, that was great though. Like that, that I loved that. Like little, little stupid things like that. Yeah. No. Uh, I like it when it doesn't take itself too seriously. <laughs> yeah, I loved. Well, because the what was it? Two two weeks after that, because the next week was when Batista did his like 
live via satellite thing, and then the next week Triple H came out and couldn't get the envelope out and read the whole thing. Right. And right. that was funny. That <laughs> that whole bit was was great. And I was like, that's that's the Triple H that we like. That's right. Right, exactly. Uh, but uh and this this is this is news that means we're gonna be getting a new flash. Um Ezra Miller is reportedly at loggerheads with Warner Brothers in DC over the fact that the Flash is fun. So he and Grant Morrison are working together on a on a kind of darker sort of version of their script. What? Because Ezra has learned nothing from the fact that Wait. I thought he left. The I didn't I, did I read that he left? Like he's not currently going to work on on the Flash anymore. I I hadn't seen that. Yeah, oh, m- m- I don't know. I, I I think I saw maybe it was an April Fool's <laughs> thing. I I don't um, know. It could have been. Um, that's probably that's probably what it was. Oh no, this was a few days ago. No no no, you're right. This came. This did come before. And I and I think this is probably. This probably had something to do with it. Yeah, this was a pre. This was pre, April first. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I'm saying the article that I read was on April first. I don't think oh. it was true. <laughs> well, but no, yeah. this like uh, the ones that I'm looking at that that are saying uh, the same thing are from before. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, and yeah, it, I I don't know what to do because I I like the lighthearted Flash. Flash has always been lighthearted. Yeah, and I guess he he didn't really like it. So well, it's it's just kind of it the the way that this reads. It's not like they it, it nobody's out for blood. It's just like right. well, he wants to do this and they want to do that, and so eventually his contract is up in May. So it's just going to run out. and They're going to recast it. Yeah. So because lighthearted, honestly, it's the way to go. You know, it's it's. Look at Shazam. Look at Aquaman. Like it's okay to have serious moments, but people are kind of done with that. Like done with that kind of comic book movie. Like does that make sense? It's I don't know. I we'll still get them. The ones that want to take themselves super serious and be super dark, but Flash is supposed to be lighthearted. That makes sense. Exactly. And and I think that another another strike that would have been against him for this what is going to be that people. That critics love Shazam. People who went to the the preview screening a couple weeks ago really loved it, and that when it comes out, audiences are going to flock to it because it is lighthearted and fun and enjoyable, and and that's what people want because we're tired of the the Snyder style of everything must be right. like Watchmen. Right, right, exactly. And every you know every once in a while, if the character is right. I think it'll work. Like, for example, this Joker movie coming out. Yes, absolutely. Like it looks like the right tone. It feels like the right tone. That makes sense. But Flash is supposed to be a little bit funny. I mean, look at the CW show. That is a great example of how to do the Flash. Um, it's always been lighthearted. The old TV show, come on, how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Um, like, it's the Flash is not Batman, and he's not the Joker. <laughs> you know, he's not any of those kind of characters. Um He's he's a tragic character, you know, because how how many different ones are there? But he's not. He, he's always lighthearted, and so it, it, I don't know. Hearing Grant Morrison's name come up is interesting, um, but you know how the, the, the how he was going to do it before with him. But I don't know. I, I 
Yeah. Uh, and the, the crazy thing is he was one of my favorite things from the Justice League movie. Because like he was kind of goofy. He was goofy and he was funny. And his, him reacting to all the craziness around him, is, it's, just, it's hilarious. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I guess he didn't. I guess he didn't want to have fun. I don't know. I know it's an oversimplification. It's not fair, but you know, right? I just, I'm, I'm so tired of. And did you see at the what the Batman v Superman screening where Snyder did a Q and A? No, I didn't. Okay, so he was doing a Q and A, and and his thing was somebody asked him about you know because his Batman is a very violent, murdering Batman. And he said the idea that people have about, well, these heroes wouldn't kill, that's, you know, you're just living in a fucking fantasy world. And I thought, okay, um, I didn't know that comic books were real, Zach. Um, right, I thought right. they were fantasy. I thought they were fiction. I thought that was the entire point of the medium in some instances. It just seems to me that he was so enamored with Watchmen that right. he has staked his entire view on comic book movies that they should all be that. Right. And the and his filmography bears him out. And I I just that's that's why I get I, oh, I get into arguments with people all the time because they keep saying, "Oh, well the Snyder cut of Justice League, you know, every time I hear that I want to I want to punch somebody." Like that's they don't understand that wasn't the problem. The switching of directors was not the issue. The initial director was the issue. the The fact that the the fact that Watchmen did so well that DC and Warner Brothers decided that their mainline continuity should also be dark and gritty and always depressing is what doomed them from the beginning. Right. Exactly. And it's the fun stuff that has bailed them out, or the less. The less grim and horrifying, you know, Wonder right, Woman exactly. being set in World War One had all the reason in the world to be dull and grim and gray and awful. And it still managed to find humor and humanity and a little bit of lightheartedness. And that worked for it. Aquaman was fun as hell. And it was really enjoyable. Shazam oh, yeah. looks entertaining and enjoyable and fun. And these are the ones that make money. So if anybody over there has a brain, you know, sorry guys, but you have to change tack a little bit. Not everything can be Watchmen, and it shouldn't be, because right. then there's no point to having Watchmen. But I don't know. That's 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 just my two cents on that, anyway. <laughs> right. No, I agree, man. Not to knock Watchmen, I enjoyed the hell out of it. But the whole point is that it exists as a counterpoint to all of this other stuff. But if it's a counterpoint to stuff that is the exact same, then by extension, it also loses some of its meaning. Right. It's, uh, it stops being an inspiration and a critique and, and kind of a, a cracked mirror. And instead, it just becomes a, a pure reflection. And if you look in... If 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 you look in the mirror and you see Watchmen staring back at you, then you've done something. You done fucked up. Like that's, right. that's, that's just how that goes. I'm sorry. Like that's that's when you have you have lost something because it's it's not supposed to be what you aspire to. It's supposed to be the warning. 
of everything. But right, right. But anyway, uh, in better, in, back to better DC news. Uh, Suicide Squad Two has a bizarre looking lineup. Because um, well, this is-, is an official reboot, right? They're not. It's not connected to the first one anymore. Well, right? that's what they're saying. But the dude who played uh, Captain Boomerang is coming back because, of course, okay. he is. Okay. And I thought that was a gag too, because oh, of course, Captain Boomerang comes back because that's what boomerangs do. But that right. wasn't. I'm. I'm. I. I don't think that was actually a joke. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 so weird. Um, because it is a whole different lineup. Um, it's it's Ratcatcher, Peacemaker, Polka Dot Man, and King Shark. Who we now, saw besides on... King Shark, did you know of any of those other characters? Not, not, not one. Right, not exactly. one. Which was fine by me. Um, oh yeah, I think that's great. Yeah, I had no, I had no, absolutely no interest in, and that's the other thing. They could switch out the entire team, and I wouldn't care. Which is also, which also speaks to a big problem with with the Academy Award winning film Suicide Squad. <laughs> Yeah. Which it won two that year, right? I no, I think it was just one. I hope it was just oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was too many, however. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. He may be back in just kind of a just because he was kind of good in that role. They may have him back in it again and just not even address it. Like it, it may just be like the first one never happened. I don't know how they do it. I I guess we'll find out next year week after whenever it whenever it comes out um but you know gun is still directing it uh will smith will not be returning as deadshot and the the name that's going around link to replace him is idris elba pretty good yeah i'll take it especially seeing like i i love the stuff he's doing in in hobbs and shaw just based on what little we've seen from the trailer and stuff i like it's it's perfect because he's a badass. Right, right. Oh, yeah. He looks good in it. But, and we had, God, we've had, we've had quite a number of trailers in the last few weeks. Um, we had the new Aladdin trailer, which actually kind of got me hyped for it. Yeah, definitely. It, I, I loved it. It's, it's way more, it puts a lot more in context. You know, you're like, why does Will Smith not always look like the genie? Oh, that's why. You know, right, right, right. But the and the set pieces look amazing. Like it, it, it looks like. And I don't mean this to be stereotypical, so I apologize if this upsets anyone. But it looks like a mainstream. It it, it looks like a mainstream film that has successfully incorporated the spectacle of of a lot of Bollywood films. Just in the in the the color and the and the the pop in it, it just has kind of that feel. And I and I know I know two different like I know this is not an Indian film. I know this, but it has that kind of feel to it. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's right. just that it feels it feels different, and I like that. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, but should be interesting. Should be interesting. Yeah, um, we got the the new Detective Pikachu trailer, uh, which just you know, sure, why not? I'm yep. I'm, I'm already on board. Like, yep, I'm uh, I'm on board absolutely. <laughs> um, 
we had the we had the second Hellboy trailer, and that comes out next week. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm mildly hopeful. Um, I liked the last trailer for it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, we had the new Toy Story four trailer, which, which you know, this was the story trailer. This was the here's where they are. Here's here's what's happening. Um, and I. <laughs> I just, I, I just want more of Key and Peele. Like I really do, because they're just goofy oh, yeah. as hell, just, just, just chilling out up there on the wall. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. But you know, it, when 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 they first started talking about, it, I was like, what else could you do? Like you ended it so good. I think like most people. Yeah. And then, you know, after seeing that last trailer, I was like, okay, I I I see where you could go with this. Yeah, it's like I, I I got you. I it it makes it makes sense. It's an interesting direction. I I kind of hope they're gonna wrap it up though, just because I I don't want it to yeah. overstay. Like I, I I was really worried this one was gonna be was just not gonna be up to snuff, and it was right. gonna and it was gonna be one of those like oh you guys had a great thing and then you kind of ruined it, but it doesn't yeah. look like that at all. Right, right. Uh. We finally got a trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, I mean, you know, it's it's a Tarantino film, so of course the trailer was a little weird. Because yeah, they, it, was, it was. I think everyone was expecting, okay, let's see some of the murder or something like that. Nope, n- nothing like that. Nope, not at all. So I, I don't, I, you know, it's Tarantino. Yeah. We'll see. It's, it'll, it'll, it'll be whatever it'll be. Right, right. And I, some somebody, somebody, uh, somebody said, "So what? Are, what are they gonna do? Kill Manson?" <laughs> I thought, "Yeah, well, you know, he ki- he killed Hitler." So, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I don't know. Wait, who knows what could happen? Right. I uh, hope they're just. I just. I. I hope we don't see any kind of. I hope these trailers show nothing what we typically see of Tarantino, so he saves it all for the movie. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I think that would be a great little swerve. Uh, and then we got I'm going to skip this one and come back to it because um, then we got the Annabelle Comes Home trailer which looks proper creepy I think I did not see this one it's it's focused around the daughter it's you know I mean it's the it's the Warrens and it's their house because it's where they have where they kept Annabelle and all the creepy stuff it's post it looks like to be like between Conjuring 2 and 3 kind of a thing Oh, okay. Um, where the daughter has a friend that comes over and is like, oh, hey, here's all this neat stuff that, you know, they say is possessed and you're not supposed to touch. And then, of course, goes around and touches absolutely everything. Right. Uh, and all hell breaks loose and chaos ensues. Um, it was described, and, and having seen the trailer, I now better understand the description. It's, it's, it's like The Conjuring meets Night at the Museum. Oh, okay. And in a way, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, totally. Um, so I did, I'm looking forward to it. Annabelle Creation was really good. The first Annabelle, eh. Uh, but Annabelle Creation was really good. So you gotta see that one. It's yeah. It was it was good. Yeah, people who only saw the first Annabelle when the sequel, because like when the sequel came out, I thought, oh, whatever. I, I don't I, care. I and uh, and I had some people tell me like, no, no, no. You, it's actually a lot better. I was like, okay, they didn't say it's good because I wouldn't have believed them. They were like, no, no, it's 
it's better than the first one. So I give it a shot. It's actually not too bad. Right, right. I agree. And then we got one of the most uh, anticipated trailers of the year. I think hands down, uh, really, was the Door of the Explorer trailer. I thought this was an April Fool's joke. I yeah no it's or salt scrolling. Yeah no it's not it's it's a real thing. I'm like wait have we talked about this? Did we know this was coming out? Because I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. But when I saw scrolling, I'm like that's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. No it's and you know what for for a for a show for a movie based on a show like that it I mean look it looks like generic adventure movie. Well, and, very true. And that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm kind of glad it's not trying to be more than that. Because you could really overreach on that very quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, good slate. Good slate coming out. Uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, like, when... And, and I know, I know there was another, like, little teaser trailer... The added footage, whatever that dropped alongside the the Endgame tickets announcement. I did not watch it. I am not going to watch it. I don't want to know anything about it. I know enough. I know more than enough. Actually, I didn't want that second trailer. I shouldn't have watched the second trailer. I'm mad that I watched the second trailer. Right. Um, because there was too much, and and I know, I know that like, well, that trailer was just all like within the first fifteen minutes. I'm like, okay, but still, you know, boo. Oh, yeah. um, but that'll be you know I I, I still I, I don't want to know anymore like oh but the 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 play sets have come out and nah, la, 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 I can't hear you right because right. <laughs> damn the play- the, Lego ruins everything <laughs> oh they do I I never go near those articles no they absolutely they're yeah. like and here are the play sets for this movie that's coming out nope uh uh-uh, uh no was it was it episode one of Star Wars where the CD came out before it and like one of the last tracks was like Qui-Gon's death <laughs> that that happens occasionally with soundtracks <laughs> right it's still it still happens there was one what was it like Batman vs Superman or something had one like that or Justice League had something like that I can't right. remember but there was there was definitely one where it was like where it was basically just like so and so dies and right. I was like you guys just learn something will you yeah like, and then, like that was at a time when like I was just using the computer. I wasn't as, you know, you're not so connected to the computer back when, when that came out. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I did not know any of that before going to the movie. And I'm sure back then only a small amount of people did. Yeah. But if that happens now, it's done. <laughs> it's just, you just scroll through Facebook and it's, it's there. Yeah. No, it's I'm it's 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 getting that time where like I'm just muting and unfollowing pages for a while, just snoozing pages where I'm just like, nope, okay, you guys are going too far. Like, and here's right. your first look at nope, don't want to know. Right. Well, did you, well did you see the trailer for the Avengers today? No, that's what I was saying. Like I, oh, yeah. I, I know it's out there. I'm not gonna watch it. Right, right, right. No, no, I'm sorry. What was the other movie? Never mind. Ignore me. I'm on cough medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but man, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 wild, and they now the hype is 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 definitely real. So it's like buy your tickets, and now it's like shit, we ran out of tickets. <laughs> right, exactly. It's that thing of like somebody just puts a whole big bin of something up, and they turn around to grab another one, and they look back, and they're like, where did it go? Right. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're all gone. What happened? 
And I, you know, I bet it does. I bet it does better than Star Wars with the pre-sells. Oh, it's, next it, it broke. It broke Infinity War's record easy, and I think Infinity right. War was was king of the heap. No, no, no. I mean, I I, I expect the uh, I expect to be bigger than the next Star Wars pre of pre-order. Really, you think that Episode Nine isn't going to do the same numbers? I don't know. Huh. Not for pre-order. I that's uh, yeah. I think there's more positive hype going into this one. Fair. You know, there was so much negativity with the last Star Wars. I'm curious to see how pre-sales do. Plus, this is like the – it's weird. It is weird to think about that because this is kind of the end of the Skywalker saga. You would would think I'd probably put that above Avengers. But I just – I think there's too much hype right now with with, with Avengers ending essentially. Yeah, and because it's it's built – some every year like there are right. there are no marvel has found a magnificent way to do this with with no years off without constantly hammering you with something like right it, exactly it, you know and that because everything was different you know ev- everything has its own audience you know i mean because i mean i and nobody like nobody expected black panther to do the the right. the stratospheric numbers that it did right you know nobody saw that coming and I don't think anybody predicted it. I think they were. I think they were looking at a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty at the high end, and it was what like two something. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's. You would think after the second or third wave of movies, it would slow down. Yeah. Instead, but it's it, just ramping up. Yeah. Instead, it went completely the opposite way. You know, I mean, Doctor Strange did good numbers. Ragnarok did good numbers. I know Ant Man and the Wasp did did okay numbers but i mean again yeah. they they knew where their expectations should be um i think they aimed a little high with captain marvel for the premiere i don't think it lived up to what they thought it might because they they had seen you know they saw what black panther did and then they thought well, okay it should be like up here now <laughs> bless you and and it just kind of it it just kind of fell a little short of those forecasts um not to say it didn't also do tremendous numbers but it's it was weird like black panther kind of threw off the curve a little bit because nobody saw that coming right right um but it it just it highlighted so much and it changed a lot of perception and you know i i think we're all going to be a lot better off for it especially you know it when it comes to to comic book movies i think it opened up a tremendous amount of of it, it opened a lot of eyes at least when it comes to studio executives who who for decades have been sitting around and just kind of pushing all these these non-white male superheroes off to the side you know right. now it's like oh no it can make money and then captain marvel comes along and does make a tremendous amount of money which just backs up the lesson that wonder woman taught everybody which was if you make a good movie people are going to come see it like, exactly, but you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens as as at one, once we we wrap up uh, season one of the MCU, basically. <laughs> God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's insane. It's absolute madness. Um, legendary. Getting 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 back into the news here is working with uh Brian K Vaughn on a Gundam live action movie. That's crazy. It's I I think it's finally time. I think the yeah. the 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 tech is where it 
is finally now where it can be, where you can make a good looking Gundam movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. I always wanted to get into Gundam. I like all the little figures and the the models that people do. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, they're wild. There's and they're, and and it's and because there are just so many series. Right, um, right. It's crazy. Yeah, the 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 original of course is good. My my favorite because I'm basic is is Gundam Wing. Like, Wing was was just tremendous. Um, and to me, the Wing Zero is still one of the most badass Gundams ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, uh, DC just kind of threw out there. Oh, by the way, yes, we're making Aquaman two. It's coming in 2022. Oh yeah, because of course how it much is. Money made. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. Uh, they're 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 swimming in money off of this over there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I did. I wasn't gonna not. Um, we got um, we got some more Ghostbusters news. Uh, Carrie Coon and Finn Wolfhard are gonna be. <laughs> Bless you again. Oh, sorry. I thought I muted myself. <laughs> uh, I apologize. I'm so sick. I'm just, every time because I've been doing. I've coughed a million times, and I guess you caught me a few. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. But uh, yeah, they cast uh, Carrie Coon and Finn Wolfhard uh, in the in the next Ghostbusters movie. It looks to be kind of a legacy movie. She she's playing his mom, and there's some kind of connection to the the original Ghostbusters. And oh, okay. So I that, I'm all for it. Uh, I think it's I, I I don't like some of the the people that jumped on it because they were like yeah it's not really connected to the 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 last Ghostbusters movie and and a lot of people got mad about that and I thought you know d- deal you know people yeah. getting people just blindly getting mad about that are are to me in a way not exactly the same but are comparable to the people who got mad because the new Ghostbusters didn't it didn't have anything to do with the originals. Right. Not, not because of the, the fact that it was an all female cast, but there were people who got, because those people were just stupid. Yeah. But the people who were like, Oh, it's not related to the first two. Well then, well then why make it? Well, shut up. Just get over it and go watch the movie. And it's not a bad movie. It's not great, but it's not bad. Right. I agree. Um, in, in, in what I thought was some interesting news, uh, Rami Malek is is the name going around to be the next Bond villain. Uh, that'd be good. That would be interesting. I couldn't tell you who he'd play, whether it'd be somebody new or somebody we've seen before, but that's I I like that choice. I think that's a really neat idea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um Disney oh uh Disney Disney with the launch of their Disney Plus service later this year, uh has announced basically the death of the famous Disney Vault because all of their movies are going to wind up being on the streaming service at some point. <laughs> right. Which, you know, I mean, that was because, I mean, that was a thing for a while. Hurry up and get this now before it goes back in the vault forever, which was always a laugh. Like it yeah. was, it was never, none of those movies that ever had that happen were were never not coming back out at some point. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it was good marketing, so you got to give it to them for that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, they also announced, they finally announced a Maleficent sequel. 
which if anybody hasn't seen that, don't don't sleep on this one. Maleficent was a really good, really good Disney movie. Um, his sequel is going to be titled Mistress of Evil, and it comes out October 18th of this year. Cool. So it just kind of happened, and they didn't tell anybody about it. Right. Uh, we got some Candyman news. Uh, pardon me for a minute. Uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II from Aquaman uh, is is reportedly going to be the Candyman, and I think they may have actually officially confirmed that. And I just missed. There's there's <sighs> been there's been so much going on and going around that uh, that I just haven't I haven't been able to keep up with with all the updates on things. Um, the, it does look like that they have confirmed it. Um, it's coming in 2020 and, uh, it's coming June 12th, 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't know, is it directed or produced? It's produced by, uh, Monkey Paw Productions, Jordan Peele's company. Oh, okay. Oh, that's cool. And I don't know if he's directing it. He may be directing it. It doesn't quite say here. I'm sure if I could find it somewhere else. It would. Oh, no. Uh, Nia DaCosta is directing it. Nia da, or Nia DaCosta, perhaps, uh, did uh, Little Woods, which is not a film oh, okay. I'm familiar with. I'll have to put that one down to look up. Yeah, but, I've uh, seen that. But yeah, Monkey Paw Productions will be uh, producing the movie. So, hey, man, Jordan Peele being involved in more creepy things, go for it. Absolutely. Uh, I need to see the first step because the premiere for the Twilight Zone came out. Twilight. Twi oh, it did. Okay, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, and I oh, let's see that because I've seen that trailer so many times because it plays in in during the like pre-show oh, for yeah. every movie. Like I've seen it a thousand times. Like all right, oh, yeah. all right, I get it. <laughs> um, I'm okay with with you know put Jordan Peele on everything creepy. Like I'm good for that. Yeah. Um, we got we got a couple more little movie confirmations uh a fourth hotel transylvania movie is coming out in 2021 and a second escape room movie is coming april 17th of next year ah uh. two <coughs> two movies that i don't think anybody was particularly asking for <laughs> no no definitely not not really um although i don't think people were asking for a third hotel transylvania but I mean, they <laughs> they came out to see it, so I I haven't yeah. seen it. I don't know if it was any good. Uh, couldn't tell you. But moving into TV news, TV news, we've got we've got some good, some bad, and some sad. Uh, Apple finally gave some details on their on on their version their their Netflix competitor. I guess is the simplest way to describe it. A little over simple, I guess. But uh, it's called Apple TV Plus, and it's it, it it cracks me up because now you can watch Apple TV you you access Apple TV Plus through the Apple TV app on your Apple TV device, <laughs> right? Which is a sentence that is correct, and it makes me laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, but but now correct me if I'm wrong. It looked like they talked about that that Apple TV Plus will only have the like apple produced content on it i believe so yeah i don't okay. think it's going to be like a netflix right because all because like everything else is going to function like you'll still have 
Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff on on Apple TV, but this is going to be its own. It's basically its own channel in a sense. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So that's hey, you know, because we don't have enough content in the world as it is, but it's it's another platform. It's bringing in a lot of big names. It'll give them production value to go out there and do things that maybe some other companies might balk at. So you know, it's it it could be good, it could be bad, it could be great, it could be a train wreck. I mean, it's we we won't know until it happens. And I I for one, I'm looking forward to it just to see what uh, what Spielberg does with with Amblin and everything. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm I can I can always do with some more Spielberg. For sure. Absolutely. Oh yeah. That's the best. That's the best thing about. That's the best news coming out of that app. I think. Yeah. There was uh, they had some game news too. We'll get to that because we've got that's that's where the meat of the show is. In everybody tried to it, it has decided we're all going to be in on the game industry now. <laughs> oh boy, For real. It's yes, it's it was a fun couple of weeks there. Um, but we got to, we finally got the first real trailer for the last season of Game of Thrones. And I think the only trailer we're going to get. I And I am fine with that. I'm per, I have no problem with that. It's the only one I'm going to watch. You know? Yeah. Again, I same saw, thing. I saw that the, the showrunners were they were toying around with the idea of releasing the last six episodes as uh, three movies in the theater. And they yeah. uh, ultimately came up with the fact that they were going to put it on uh, HBO. Yeah. Because uh, they figured we got we to stay loyal to them. Um, but yeah. Well, and nobody, like, that never works well. Right. Like, things like that usually don't sell. I mean, God, look at the, look at Inhumans. Right. That's true. I mean, that was like, we're going to put this in IMAX. It's going to be amazing. And it was a disaster. Right. Yeah. I think one of the benefits of HBO is the benefit of watching it at home. Exactly. The whole idea of it is that you can watch this, this type of media that is on par with going to the theater. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the quality. So yeah, it's uh, I thought it was crazy. But, you know, just this the fact that that could be floated as an idea is wild right. by oh, itself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely glad they decided not to go with that idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's in two 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 weeks. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the 14th, 14th yeah. or 16th one of the whatever the Sunday is. Yeah. So it's It'd be a, it'd be a, a week then I think. Cause yeah, it's the... uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. Yeah. Next weekend, next yeah. Sunday. It's a, you're it's right. a, it's a week from, it's a week from Sunday. A week after Wrestle. God, it's it's WrestleMania, Game of Thrones, yeah. and then and then we have like a small break, and then we we get like a week off, and then we get Avengers. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. Oh, it's gonna be wild. This is this is a month. This is a month. Um. CW is canceling a couple of their of their bigger shows. Uh, yeah. The next season of Arrow, season eight, is going to be its last, uh, and it's also going to have no Felicity. Which is crazy. Yeah, she's she's not she she is not returning for the last season. Uh, I don't know what like I haven't seen Arrow in like four years, so I have no idea. I think she's still alive. I don't know. I sure. I guess yeah. I I can tell you. <laughs> I, I don't really know. 
but you know she she and and you hear you hear the story about like her part was originally just kind of a a thrown together sort of like episode or two part and oh no i didn't know that yeah and because of just how she killed it and how she clicked with everybody they were like yeah we we're going to keep you around for a little while oh that's cool but yeah it was it was it's the same thing with uh with Misha Collins over on Supernatural, which is going to have its last season next season. Uh, he was yeah, only... That's crazy. Yeah, at 15. Season 15 will be its last. The fact that it got 15 seasons is just kooky. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, but, I mean, it's it's kept going, and it's, you know, it, it, it brings in the money. Whatever, whatever, whatever valid criticisms they're... they're there are for the product it it brings in the money so oh for sure but yeah misha was only supposed to be on uh for for a handful of episodes one season and again it just worked and he's been a he's been a e- either recurring or a regular pretty much ever since uh. it's been more than a decade now i think which is just just wild oh yeah uh Di- uh, some more Disney Plus news. Um, they have announced uh, an animated series based on the What If comic line. Okay. Yep. I'm in. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> Sign me up. I'm good with that. Just every episode be a one-off. That works for me. That's fantastic. Because um, I think the first one they talked about doing was it was I don't know it was something about Loki. It was I I can't I can't remember exactly which which What If it was. Okay, but it was one of the I want to say one of the earlier ones. I'm not too, I'm not too up on my what ifs, but yeah, I'm I'm good with that. One episode, just you know, one episode would be an issue. Hey, here's what would happen if. But I I, I think yeah. that's I think that's that's a really neat premise, especially for an animated series. You know, if you're looking for content, there you go. Oh yeah. Uh, they they also are doing. A live-action adaptation of uh, Serena Valentino's *Book of Enchantment* books. Uh, oh, cool! They were they were the stories you know centered around the the villains, basically told lot told stories from their perspective. That's right. That's uh, right. So that'll be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm always like, just you know, more Disney. You know, they've got the more content they produce, the fewer people from Fox they may need to let go. So bring it on. That's you know, true. That's true. Make make a lot of everything, and I know a lot of it is, a lot of it is marketing because Disney already has a gigantic marketing department. But yeah. I you know I hate to see anybody go. That was one of the bummers uh-huh. about about the deal going through was that it it would, it would unfortunately cut down, on on a lot of jobs. Yeah. But you know I you know. Hopefully they'll all land on their feet. Um, yeah. And I and I've got to imagine that there were there were some kind of placement programs or outreach programs or something, hopefully in place for for anybody who who was going to be laid off. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe they could join teams from Activision and EA and start their own company. Because <laughs> yeah. they could probably start three or four really with with all of that stuff. Oh yeah. God, that's been a nightmare. Uh but we'll 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 get to that. I think I don't know, I might not even have that on here. Um 
but we'll talk about that when we get to games. Uh, Attack on Titan is coming back at the end of this month. Cool. Uh, season 3 comes back April 28th. Uh, Showtime's Halo series has a new director. I cannot remember the last director's name, but they had to bow out due to scheduling conflicts. Um, Otto Bathurst, who directed Robin Hood, is doing the pilot and at least a oh, handful cool. of other episodes. So, it's it's an interesting aesthetic to bring to the show. Hopefully it's better quality, because that movie was kind of not really all that great. Yeah, right. But, you know, I like the I I like that I I like the visual pop that it had. It had a style that knew what it was. Um and and so to to blend that with Halo I think could could definitely work. Yeah. Um but I suppose we'll see. Uh Haunting of Hill House is is going to carry on as an anthology series. It's, it's perfect. That's how you do it. Yeah. Every every season, something different, like American Horror Story, you know. Uh, but hopefully it doesn't fall off a handful of seasons in. Depending, right. on, depending on who you ask, I guess. Uh, yeah. But uh, season two is going to is uh, titled The Haunting of Bly Manor, and it's going to come out next year. And then evidently... Warner Media is doing their own streaming service. You know, the company that owns DC is going to have a streaming service for everything that's not DC, I guess. Yeah, that just does not make any sense. I I mean, I get it. It's it's in in a way, but in a way I don't because Disney's found a way to do it the right way. Like why does yep. it, uh, because everything DC and Warner Brothers do that tries to copy DC and Marvel is just a cluster. That's right. <laughs> uh, but they're they're working on their own streaming service, which is going to include an animated Gremlins series. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm sure, you know why not? They they've been kicking around the idea of like a sequel or a reboot or something for for a while now. Yeah. Uh, and the the idea that I heard for this was that it was going to be based around when when the guy found Gizmo. Like the 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 guy who owns the shop, so it's going to be a a prequel kind of Gremlins origin story sort of thing. So you know, whatever, have at it. If I don't like it, I'll just go back and watch the movies. I I tend not to get right. hung up about such things. But uh, jumping into video game news, we got the. Uh, We've got the free games for the month. Uh, for Xbox, the Xbox One games. Um, of course, uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 is still available through the 15th. Oh, nice. Um, Outcast Second Contact uh, picks up April 16th, runs through the middle of next month. And then the Technomancer is the free game this month through April. From the okay. 1st to the 30th. Technomancer, not a tremendously strong title. Uh, the mechanics kind of got in the way of a lot. But it could be worse. Um, the 360 games, though, I think definitely make up for it, at least in part. Um, the second half of the month is uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2. Oh, okay. And, you know, it was alright. It was fine. 
it wasn't bad. It wasn't extraordinary, but it, it's a fine addition. Um, the big one, though, is for the first half of the month, and it's the original Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, people can eat that up. Yep. I really, really hate the fact that as soon as Battlefront 2 and KOTOR came out on 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 the Xbox Store as backwards compatible, I bought them. Because now Battlefront 2 is free with gold and KOTOR's on Game Pass. Oh. <laughs> that just it just pisses me off. It really does. <laughs> no. Um But I definitely think they won this month over PlayStation because PS Plus uh for April has Conan Exiles, which okay. You know, have, right. have at it and the surge. You know, my same thing. It's just like, alright, I mean like I'll I'll play I've I've never played either of these like two games. Soda? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I haven't played either of these two. I don't know if they're any good. I'm not holding out hope, but I may be pleasantly surprised. I'm always open to that. Yeah. Conan Exiles has a lot of nudity in it, right? Isn't that... Oh, yeah, that's the one the where, game, like... all the memes were going around. Yeah. That's right, because everybody's naked and you can own slaves. Oh, I didn't know the slave part, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember <laughs> that. From Yeah, I remember that. It's crazy. So yeah, you know, welcome to 2019. Right. Well, you know, back. You know, if you're gonna say, "Hey, we're setting this back in a day in in an era," then you know, you gotta take the good with the bad, I guess. But you know, oh, yeah. to to get into the big news, um, Google came out a couple weeks ago and announced the death of video games. Um, yeah, right. Because they, I, I mean, here's the thing. Everything that they announced sounded fantastic. You know, the 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 syncing across whatever platform you're using it on, whether you're playing it on a Chromecast or on your laptop or on your tablet or on your phone, that it'll run that seamlessly across all of them. The tech behind that, the the sheer the the magnitude of of the processing that that would take right the kind of servers all of that that end of it is a is a is a genuine wonder yeah for it to for it to say oh yeah we'll run at 4k at 60 frames per second sure hdr supported surround sound you got it right right it's man it's 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 one of those things where it's like you have to do it yeah. Um, there's there's no other way to that's what's it's either going to sink or yeah or work um by and, that alone because I remember you tried the beta right I when they did that for Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I I ran it my my MacBook is a 12 and I ran it on Google Chrome on Wi-Fi and had no problems it right. ran and I see that's, that's that's where it's at exactly and that's what yeah. I that's why I I actually have some faith in this because on my on my old computer, you know, by by tech standards, this thing's practically an antique anymore. On on Wi-Fi, not even on an Ethernet connection, but on Wi-Fi, right. and I was able to play a game as big as Assassin's Creed Odyssey and as taxing. Well, it's the the real thing, I think, is going to be in the late latency. So Assassin's Creed is not going to be as reliant on it as let's say call of duty sure but i mean or, or fighting games so like agreed that's where i think it'll be one of those things where 99 percent of the people playing it 
won't they, they won't it won't really matter to them as much you'll have the you know the vocal minority that will be upset that their mortal combat is just a little bit slower on it than you know a, a plugged in playstation then go um, then go buy it on that right it's it's it man this was this was bizarre to see it was one of those instances where you're like this is the dark future for yes. video games it, it, where it's like you know it's the right direction to go in like logically yeah but at the same time it's like you see the blockbuster going away you know what i mean like you're well, seeing I... physical games this is the beginning of the end of that, if that makes sense. Well, but I mean, even worse than that, though, and this is why I say, you know, Google has killed the future of video games. It's not right. just that they're they're doing away with physical. They're doing away with ownership. You're not buying That's these what games. I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ownership entirely. So if, if all of a sudden, I mean, how many games have been taken off of, you know, the PlayStation Store, Microsoft Store, or, or, or the App Store or anything? Well, that's, that's because, the thing. I mean, yeah. we're, you, you know, we're seeing it, especially with like Steam, you know, you, the, the, if something happens to that service, there goes all your games. Yeah. You don't actually own those. Yeah. That's why a lot of people will use GOG because GOG you actually own the, the 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 games, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It was it was crazy seeing that, seeing how they presented it. It wasn't like a video game, you know, uh, E3 type of show. There was like one segment that was really cringy, but everything else was very like it felt like Apple or like a tech company was coming at it, you know? Yeah. And in a video game company. It yeah, even though they've launched their own, I mean they're having Stadia Games and Entertainment, which explains why they hired Jade Raymond. Right, right. I well, saw, I, I, that's the other thing with Google though, is that they get a lot of shit for trying something and then stopping it. Yeah, because I mean look at you know, look at Google Glass. Google right. Glass was an ambitious project that it seems like they just kind of bailed on. And yeah. how many how many other things like that have they have they Hangouts, done? I think is the the one the one of the latest. Yeah, and I mean Google Google Plus. To be <laughs> fair to them, they tried and it just didn't work. Right, right. But yeah, Hangouts was another one, and I mean there's. But then how many things have they have they had that were successful that they just killed? I mean, what Google Reader for RSS feeds? That was something right. that a lot of people were still using, and then they axed it. Yeah. But, I mean this this is one where where if you're going to take this swing you cannot half ass this and Google looked to at least understand that where right, they said right. no we're going to do this and we're going to go big we are going to go bigger than anybody has gone or can go because we're freaking Google and right. so here you are and it's you know, I just got an uneasy feeling about it it's like a black yeah. mirror episode yes. it's not not too crazy but you're just like it doesn't feel evil, but you're just you're like, oh, I don't like ugh. it. Just get a bad taste in my mouth. No, I'm I'm sorry. The idea that even I mean, I I I still rage against you know the the death of physical media. But the idea that you I, cannot I'm part of the problem. I'm all digital with my games now. So that's yeah. But that's but you still have a copy. Like if it gets pulled from the store, you can still play your copy. That's that's not and technically. They still own it, you know. They they can pull it from their store at any point in time, and that's all in the that's all in the contract when you hit accept. I mean, think about the PT demo. They literally pulled it, not just from you being able to download it, but they pulled it completely. Does that make sense? 
I like you couldn't even play that demo anymore. Like even if you had downloaded it. Well, I guess yeah, maybe you're right. That's that's what I mean. Like it I, was, it was it was repurchasing it, and this is kind of what the problem with the Wii U store is going through right now. Correct. Oh yes. Like, can you still log into the store and download a game with the Wii U store? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I, I don't even know where my Wii U is anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know what like what happens what when something happens to these companies you know. Well, and that's um, that's the problem. But that but the, here's the thing though, if you have, if you have a if you have a console that you bought whatever on, you could in theory, as long as you don't need to re-download it, if you have a digital copy of it, you can right. you can plug that console in and play. Right. With something right. like what Stadia is doing though. You're not buying the games. You're paying for the service and streaming the games. So if that game is taken off of Stadia's service, then that's it. You right. don't get it's, that it's game at all. Yeah. So that's so there's no ownership anymore. You don't you you don't own a game. Imagine something like that with 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 you know pick a Mario game. If suddenly you know nobody was able to go back and play Super Mario World anymore. It's a it's a scary thought. I I, I that's why I, uh, it makes me it makes sense logically that that is the direction it's going to go in. Man, it just does not feel good. No, I I don't like I I really don't like the no ownership thing. Like that you don't. I I get it because you're not paying for ownership. You're paying for the streaming. You're paying for the convenience. But I feel like that is. That's and, but you're, you're you're cutting through the stores. There's going to be less and less stores out there. There's going to be less and less ways to. It, it's just oh man, it's just going to make such a decline. On the flip side, it's going to cut down uh, publishing costs for companies. It's right. going to result in it, it, which which is going to result in fewer jobs, but also in more capital to spend on making on hopefully making better games. Right. You know, that's the, instead of giving CEOs bonuses when they when they fire four hundred people <laughs> like this. Yeah, I'd, I'm, 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 you know, that's. Uh. But the the thing is though, Google Stadia seemed like a way for them to say, "Hey, uh, YouTube Red is dead now, so we have to have something to keep YouTube afloat with." That's true. Because have true. you have you seen that YouTube Red is is now on the way out? I did not see that. It no. is. Um, YouTube Red as a... Not to be confused with YouTube TV. That is still going to continue, which is their cable service, basically. But their their original programming right. channel, YouTube Red, is going to go back to being a music streaming service like it was when it launched. And all of the content that they that was made for YouTube Red is going to wind up being available for free on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it it's it's dead. It's genuinely dead. Um because they bit off more than they could chew. Yeah. And it's it's not profitable enough for them to to continue operating it that way. Producing the shows cost too much more than they were actually taking in. All right. So yeah, YouTube Red is going to go back to being a, a music streaming service and all of the productions you know the you know uh, Cobra Kai and 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 everything that was done as like a YouTube Red exclusive. You know, subscribe to the service for whatever the hell it was a month are going to wind up being uh, free on YouTube now. 
at some point in the near future. So it's just, you know, it's it's a casualty of 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 and I think YouTube Red is another example of Google not really putting stock into something full gear. Because it never really right. seemed to me like they were truly invested in it. Yeah, they made a couple of cool things that they promoted from time to time. But I don't feel like they really went full on with it. But we also got uh, Apple announced uh, Apple Arcade, which kind of seemed to be their version of it, except with, correct me if I'm wrong, but these games will be available offline. And all that I'm kind of stuff. Not sure, I didn't. I didn't see this one too much. Yeah, they. I. I because it. It just kind of seemed like it. It was another thing because Apple. Apple TV Plus was kind of the. Seemed like at least from an internet standpoint, the big hyped focus for for that event, and then they just kind of also just kind of announced this too, and nobody was really expecting it, and it didn't. It hasn't gotten near the press. It seems like that that Google Stadia got. Um, but they, they did, they, they did something that, uh, Stadia didn't do, which was give a, a fairly exhaustive list of developers and publishers that are working with them. I mean, Annapurna's there, Skybound's there, uh, Sega's there, Disney's there, uh, Platinum Games is there. Um, so I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, right. it's, it's going to be interesting to see a lot of what happens going forward, when it comes to consoles, is anybody going to change tack for the next generation, or do they risk falling a generation behind because they don't want to seem reactive to this? I mean, how is that going to work? Right, um, yeah. And I and I tell you who I blame for all of this, by the way, is uh, Microsoft for doing such a damn good job with Game Pass. Because that's where this Absolutely. really started. Like this was their fault. I know. I know Sony had PlayStation Now, but it never got off the ground. Even now, it's still not great. Um, Game right. Pass, when it launched, was kind of was kind of underwhelming at first, and then once they said, "Oh, and by the way, every first party game is going to be on this." Everybody sort of sat up and paid attention, and then to see the stuff that they continue to put on it, um, it's re it really like it is a robust kind of service. Um, so oh. I, I I blame them for the whole for all this streaming nonsense. They started it, um, even though you're not streaming, you actually download them. But they they solidified the idea that people will pay you know a ten dollar a month subscription service to play games, including the first party AAA titles and that that is a successful business model. Right. Um, it dovetails with, you know, the fact that people still do buy physical or digital copies of games as well as with hardware sales. But I mean, you know, Google being Google, I wonder how much, I wonder just how much effort it actually was like how much of a distraction from the rest of what Google does really was this. Or was this just a culmination? It seems to me like as they were developing more and more powerful servers, this was just kind of a test, it almost seems like. Like this was a challenge to them. Could they could they create the tech to live up to this kind of service? And since they right. could, 
now they should just go ahead and do that service. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I just, I, I just wonder, you know. That's yeah. All. Um, Sony also had their first uh, Nintendo Direct event, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it was a little underwhelming, really, for a first, like for the first one out of the gate. But right. I, I did like the stuff that they announced. I like how they're doubling down on VR. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, we didn't forget about this, like, like we did about, you know. It, 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 almost every other peripheral we've ever really had. Yeah. Um, um, you know, they did, uh, they announced uh, Marvel's Iron Man VR, which looks, I mean, you know, it's VR. VR always looks a little hokey. It just, it's just always going to, it unless yeah. it's, unless it's meant to be abstract or something. Right, it's, right, right. It's, it's always going to look a little off. Um, but, you know, that looked kind of neat. And I thought if you're going to do a Marvel game, I think Iron Man's the way to go for a VR experience, for sure. Um, they put out a new trailer for the Crash Team Racing HD remake, uh, which, you know, okay, cool. It's like CTR, but it's prettier. I'm fine with it. That, that's yeah. all I need. Uh, no Man's Sky is getting a free PSVR update uh, at some point during the, during the summer. Uh, and No Man's Sky Beyond is getting a physical release, and it's going to have all of the expansions, it's going to have the VR update, it's going to have everything. Uh, nice. So, you know, it, it's I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that game stuck around. It, it, kind of, it kind of rebounded and had sort of a, a Destiny-style recovery to it, it in a way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, good for them, because they... Boy, did they did they overpromise and underdeliver all at the same time at first. Oh yeah. And and but but they've they've learned and they've bounced back and and I'm happy for them cuz that's the way you do it. Um they could have just folded and said screw it this is too hard. We dug it we we brought in a backhoe and dug a hole that that we only have a trowel to get out of. Um yeah. But they stuck with it. So, you know, good for them. Um Ready Set Heroes was announced it was it's it's a dungeon crawling it's it's a competitive dungeon crawling game from the best i can remember it looks a little <laughs> strange but kind of neat all at the same time nice um, five nights at freddy's vr help wanted got a trailer that's not a game i want to particularly play in vr but hey, no, 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 I'm good. Uh, yeah, but I know that that's you know, I mean, a horror experience in VR sells. We saw that with Resident Evil Seven. Oh yeah, it's some so, of the best stuff. Yeah, it's it it is, and I and I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just also not going to be uh, indulging in it. All right, <laughs> no, right. thank you. Um, Concrete Genie was it was was either announced or maybe I just hadn't heard of it before, but they showed a trailer for it, and it looked interesting. It was it was a a, a fun looking little game, uh, yeah. And then they showed they they also showed a new uh, Mortal Kombat trailer that showed like it brought the past and the present together. And I don't know this story is going to be really weird because it's all time travel. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I love it. It's it looks that's what's great. It looks ridiculous, which you want in Mortal Kombat. You want some ridiculousness. Oh, yeah. yeah, Johnny Cage is is right. On. His, yeah. his jokes about the '90s and everything. I, yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, 
But so, I mean, you know, a little not perhaps what what a lot of people wanted to see. I'm not exactly sure what people wanted, but I think I think I'm with a lot of people in looking like I was looking for some kind of big blockbuster announcement of sorts and didn't really get that. Um, but it, it it wasn't bad. You know, looking at it objectively, it was a good it was a good good sort of Sony direct. So, you know, hats off yep. to them. Uh, we also we got some we've we've got we've got news about news that uh they're they're going to reveal Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at Celebration on the 13th. Of course. I'm just uh, that and a million other Exactly. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, so that's I I'm curious what kind of a reveal it's going to be like just how in depth is is this really going to be, and uh, is it going to be anything that will dissuade the fact uh, that people still think EA does not deserve the license to make Star Wars games because they don't? But right. I uh, I no I have no no faith in in I, I have no faith in EA to handle it right. I have faith in the companies that are under EA's umbrella to have the potential to make tremendous games. But I live in a world fairly certain that EA is going to come along and screw them up. So that's 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 my my take on that. Anyway, oh yeah, um, I mean, look at Apex Legends. I mean, it's the it's one of the most profitable games they've ever had, uh, or going to be, obviously, and it's the one that they've touched the least. Yeah, they had nothing to do with it. They right. they looked at exactly. uh, at uh, respawn, right? Because that's and that should I, I hope that's brought up in a board meeting. <laughs> like I hope that's like wait yeah. a second. Oh hey, by the way, you know this game that's made more money for you guys this year than pretty much everything? Yeah, you didn't make that, so sit down and shut up. <laughs> Let the people who actually make games make games, because I don't think that's what's happening. At, at, when it comes to the big like the big tentpole stuff, like Battlefront 2 has so many interesting ideas and so many concepts that had they had the time to flesh them out could have been really fascinating but i really do think that 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 ea from the top came down and said nope this is good enough ship it out oh yeah did you see jason's article on kotaku about bioware and anthem i i saw it and i saw bioware's response but i didn't get a chance to read either of them I, I, I only got parts of it because uh, I was working um, from from what he wrote. And then, like, what was interesting was his tweets about it afterwards and how they already had a response before even reading the article. Oh, that's never a good thing. <laughs> right. And clearly he had people from inside of Bioware giving him all of this information. Wow. Yeah. And how, and how frustrated they were with the fact that, you know, they they were told you have to get out by this date, period. And it's, it's it's crazy. No, when and especially with something like Anthem, which was ambitious enough to begin with, but it's it's why it's why Fallout seventy six was also a bad idea because there was just not enough time. It's why Elder Scrolls six is going to be amazing because they're going to take all of the time that they need. And yes, there's still going to be bugs and there's still going to need to be patches because it's a Bethesda game. But it's not going to be broken and crap like Fallout 76 was. It's right, at, right. at its core, you're going to see, ah, yes, there is a 
there is a good game here. It just needs some tweaking, because it's so big that testing all of it would take ages. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's crazy. These big studios that seem like they used to come out with nothing, but it was just quality, quality, quality. Bethesda, you know, um, Blizzard. And then it seems like they've really started to slip up with some of their decisions. Yeah. Um, and it, it shows because Bethesda's thing was it, it's not it's not ready until it's finished. And like it will be years before something will come out. Um, and it's just totally different now. Yeah. Uh, but where it came to the that latest game. And I think the quality is still there, but it, you, there's just only so much you can do with what you're given. So yeah, it's man. Uh, I recommend if you if you haven't seen it, the no clip documentary that they did on Bethesda. I think I, I think that was one of the ones that I watched. Yeah, it was it was super fascinating. The passion the studio has, but it's like you know, go back to where it was like Skyrim's not coming out until it's ready. You know, yeah, that that kind of quality. Well, and they did say they're not talking like at E3. They're not going to be talking about Elder Scrolls Six or was it Starfield, the other one? Starfield. Yeah, that's the one I'm super interested in. Yeah, sci-fi the, version of it. But yeah, yeah. it's at least I, it's smart to get it out of the way and say, "Hey, look, we're we we're not going to disappoint you and make make you guess if we're going to talk about them. We're just flat out here's let's set some expectations." Yeah, and I and I I like. And because, I mean, that's what they did with the Final Fantasy VII remake. They announced it because they were working on it and they were they didn't want anybody to leak it. They wanted the big, huge crowd pop. Um, and then they came out afterwards and said that's what they were doing. Like they said, we're, we're making this. We got, you know, but but we know how the Internet works. So we wanted to get out ahead of it. But it's going to be a while. So I'm like, yeah. OK, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um but yeah, I do like that that Bethesda came out. They were like, "We're not going to talk Elder Scrolls Six. We're not going to talk Starfield. We have nothing new to. T- we're working on them. That's that's what we got for you." Right. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I, I respect that. I respect the hell out of that. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, and I swear I thought there was something else, but I can't remember off the top of my head. That might have been it. Uh, but, uh. What do we have? Um, oh, one last little piece of, of video game news. Uh, Halo Reach is going to be coming to the Master Chief Collection on Game Pass later this year, which is awesome because Halo Reach was my favorite in that entire franchise. I sunk more... Re- Reach for me was also when multiplayer got fun again. I don't know exactly why. I couldn't tell you what was different because I didn't follow the mechanics or the maps. I couldn't have told you, oh, it's because they did this, this, and this. I have no idea. I just know that, that you know, two and three, like, I didn't like. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, and, sorry. I thought I mean that And then with Reach, it was just fun again. And I don't know why, but I enjoyed the hell out of it. The story is fantastic. It, it just seemed like, like this was Halo done right. And, uh, so when it when it comes to the the Master Chief collection at some point, I'm I'm on board. I'm absolutely there for it. Um, they also announced that the Master Chief collection is going to start coming out uh, on PC. It's going to roll out through the Microsoft Store and Steam uh, throughout the year, 
and it's going to roll out chronologically. It's going to start with Reach and go through instead of, you know, 1, 2, 3, ODST, 4, and so oh, on. Nice. So, so I'm good with that. Uh, and I don't know... I mean, that pretty much covers it for the news. I don't know how much you're up for for reviews. Um, yeah, no. Oh, real fast, by the way. Civ- did you see that uh, Civ 6 got support for cross-platform with Steam? Did it really? Yeah, with the Switch. I thought that was crazy. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Need, oh, need a lot more of that. Yeah, that was something else. Uh, Cuphead coming to Switch. Oh yeah, I didn't yeah, put it here. That to me, like, that's awesome. That yeah. to me is fantastic. I'll get that. Then I will do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Was that I thought was perfect when they announced that. I was like, yes, that that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, to me, man, honestly, well, I guess it does. It wouldn't make sense. Uh, never mind. It wouldn't make sense for the companies, but it would be awesome if, you know, for the first year, Sony gets God of War. And it's exclusive to Sony. But after a year or two, let it go to the other consoles. Why not? Why punish them, you know, for having a different one? So when I see stuff like that, I think that's cool. Uh, these companies, you know, it's like, okay, have Cuphead there for a year. And then now you get it on the Switch. Now you can get it wherever, um, you know, that, that that they'll play ball with. I wish there was more of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know. We're 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 coming to a point where where exclusives may be the only thing keeping consoles relevant and how long until that goes away entirely. You know, that's true. You're right. You're absolutely right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. This like watching you go back and watch that stadia press conference and it does just feel like it. it, I don't know, man. Something's not right. I was expecting the black mirror (laughs) intro. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, we could talk about Captain Marvel and us. I, I haven't seen us. Oh, um, Ghost. Oh, it's creepy as hell. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so good and well, so creepy. Captain Marvel's pretty much the only thing I've seen because I don't want to go in the theater and cough and cough and cough and cough and bother everybody. So, uh, thankfully, I was able to see Captain Marvel. Um, but and I also went like during the day. <laughs> like, like, yeah. 10 a.m. So there was thankfully not too many people in there for me to bother, but yeah, there was nobody there. Oh yeah, yeah. But but yeah, go see us. Us is is really creepy. Yeah, that's it's good. Right it's it's more it's more of Jordan Peele doing what apparently he does best, which is weird, creepy stuff. Oh yeah. Um, the uh, the the. The commentary is much more out in the open, though. It's not like Get Out, where you kind of had to guess what he was talking about, in a way. It's much more open and upfront of like, oh, it's this. I got it. Uh, Right, right. There's still plenty of room for theories about things and and all kinds of speculation and stuff. But it's, it's definitely more open about, no, no, there's... The, you can see fairly clearly, like they kind of spell it out in a way, like what the message you're trying to get across is. That's cool. But it's but it oh man, it's creepy. Oh, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Cap, I mean, Captain Mar- Captain Marvel was interesting. It was odd the group that I was in there seeing it with because half the group thought it was great, most of the other half the group thought it was pretty good, uh, and. You know, one guy said Mary Sue, and so we jumped on him and threw him in a garbage can. 
So it was a pretty, <laughs> it's pretty representative of, I think, the internet as a whole. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I I enjoyed it. I think we were all, I think everybody was kind of disappointed that really that was how Nick Fury lost his eye. Really, I liked it. I it made sense, and especially I like that they get. I like that they made his character a little bit sillier because you see how different he is now. Yes, and I it it yeah. re- it reminded me because I went back when I rewatched uh, the Winter Soldier the other day. I yeah. remember the you know there's the line in there where he talks about trust. And, uh, and, you know, cause Cap throws it at him, well, you don't trust anybody anymore. And Fury looks at him, goes, the last time I trusted somebody, I lost an eye. Right, right, right. And, and well, is, is this, is this kind of like how they named, oh, I don't want to spoil it if people haven't seen it, but there's a certain character in Han Solo that gets a name. Um, and it's interesting. A lot of that, that was, you know, you either thought, oh, that was clever or you thought, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. That's yeah, that's true. And I think it's one of those scenes. There's a lot of scenes in movies where I'm like, people are not going to take – people are going – this is going to take them out of the theater. You know, like in Star Wars, you know, well, the, the last movie with with the uh, the, the milking of the, the sea creature. Yes. And, yeah, the milk and, you know, um, him th- throwing the lightsaber. There's, there's certain scenes where I'm like, yep, not everyone's going to like that. Yeah. And I think that was one of those scenes where I when it when they when the when it was when it when they explain or you see what happens, I was like oh, a lot of people aren't gonna like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I liked how I liked how it tied all in with that um, and what that character does and everything. So I don't know. I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> I I you know it's one of those things where it was just kind of in the moment, like it just sort of happened. Right. And they just kind of rolled with it. Even though right. it it becomes such a defining thing for him, and I think that's right. what the end of that movie is about for Nick Fury, is is that this encounter defined not just what he was going to do with with what would become known as the Avenger Initiative, which I thought was a fun little little thing. Oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. it 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 showed you know the the importance of keeping things close to the vest. You know, because yeah. I got I love because I loved Coulson so much, bringing in that whole big case, uh, oh, yeah. and 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 you know Fury recognizing the importance of of narrative over truth, the right. way that you frame something because he doesn't say no, that's not what happened. He just he he just does so I can neither confirm nor deny the details of that story, and I'm like that's a very Nick Fury answer. Yes, that's exactly what that is. And then it also, you know, he found out throughout that movie, you know, how do you know who you can trust? And I think that I think that that just that little episode in his career shape, it definitely shaped the foundation of Nick Fury, because that movie was was that was a fun little subplot of watching Nick Fury realize he doesn't know it damn thing about what's going on and it scared him and it const he was constantly underestimating everything even when he knew things he underestimated them even once he found out what a flurkin was he still didn't take it seriously and it cost him yeah so i you know it's it, it's an it was i, I as much as as 
I I was invested in in Carol's story and and I really loved what they did with that and I I had zero problems with the tweaks that they made to some of the other characters. I I had no concern with what they did with Marvel. I thought yep, sure no, that makes, was perfect. Yeah, makes, I like it, I, I like the direction they they did with the skulls where they were. Well, we won't go too much into it, but I I, I like that. I loved it. Oh, I yeah. loved it as soon as. As soon as you know, because because it gave Ben Mendelsohn more depth, he brings a oh, yeah. tremendous amount of depth to a lot of characters. He can do you know generic evil guy. He did that in Ready Player One, right? But right. to but to give him a chance to to stretch a little bit, it was great. And and the truth of everything and the I I and I and here's the thing: there were two sides of the last fight with with Captain Marvel and and her actual nemesis. There was the side right. of that I came down on which was that was ended perfectly because she didn't have a damn thing to prove. And there was I the, agree. and there was the other side of well why why didn't she fight him? Why didn't she step up? And I and I and I'm you know and I I'll say this, I heard that mostly from guys who were like why didn't she who actually kind of thought she still needed something she still needed to prove something. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. After the after the light show in space, she didn't have to prove a damn thing. Yeah, I'd say you do not pay attention to the, <laughs> yeah, the movie at to, all. To, to, to really the entire movie. The whole movie is about her proving herself. So by right. the end of it, you know, she has done it. And she doesn't need anybody else to come up and say, you still have to do this. She's like, nah, screw that. I know, I know who I am. I know what I've done. I've paid my dues to get here. Bite me. <laughs> right exactly and I, so I was i was i was down for that and the i i i i i, I before seeing and and this is a you know before i hate this before seeing the second endgame trailer which showed more of her in it right right i thought I had, I had, I liked the theory that the Captain Marvel we saw during that mid-credit scene was a scroll. Yeah, I, I liked that theory because no alarms were triggered, no nothing. She just shows up, and I get it. You know, half the planet's gone, but you're gonna tell me a base doesn't have security systems, really? So I liked that theory, and then they put out that second trailer where it shows more of her in it, and I was like, oh, that's just okay, fine ruined my fun there <laughs> but and then the, i love the post credit scene i love it uh, uh it makes me laugh every time i see it just the the idea of the the, the cosmic hairball like uh, that makes me laugh i thought it was perfect <laughs> it's it was because that's you know it's exactly how you would want that to end you know it was the opposite of what happened with ant-man and the wasp Right, right, right. Where, you know, you had the endgame thing and then you had the second endgame thing. You know, you had in, in Captain Marvel, you had the endgame thing and then you, you had that you had a question that remained unanswered about, well, wait a minute. What about what about that thing? Oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, it was great. And it never failed to get a laugh from from any crowd that I saw in there. Like everybody just cracked up when they saw that. They're like, "Oh look, okay, it's a desk. Oh look, it's that. Oh, oh, okay, this is what's gonna happen here." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But 
But all in all, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was really good. I look forward to seeing what they do with the scrolls in particular going forward. Um, we yeah. we because we did kind of see what happens to the Kree because uh, remember in the first Guardians, the whole reason that Ronan's the bad guy is because he's pissed off because the Kree signed a peace treaty with with the Nova Corps. I think we'll get you know I, I maybe they'll do when they do Cap you know Captain Marvel two. It will be. We'll see what she what happened. Yeah. And maybe we'll get more scrolls in that side of the galaxy. You know. It's 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 going to be interesting. I mean, we know, we know that between that between Captain Marvel and Endgame, we were pretty confident that that I mean, because you know, like I said, with with what we know from Guardians, the Kree haven't continued to overstep. There, there hasn't been any, you know, wholesale slaughter of anything, um, but, you know, there hasn't been another, there probably hasn't been another giant outbreak of galactic war, right. so, I mean, you know, it's, we, we know that it, it, it it's not going to be a grand scale kind of thing. It'll be, it'll be smaller, just like, like this movie was, really. Um, right. But, you know. I don't know. It's interesting. It was interesting to see Ronan back in his, you know, his Cree glory before he was he was just a disgraced fanatic, uh, and to see uh, Jimon Hansu's character before, yeah, again before what happens to him in Guardians. All right, like there's, and I I like the way they're building kind of that shared universe. The cosmic stuff is all very definitely connected to itself. Right. And it doesn't connect a whole lot with with what happens on Earth unless it's tied to something cosmic. Right, but I mean it seems like in the last few movies it I mean, you can't get more cosmic than what they're doing right now. Well and but I mean that's what I mean though. You know yeah. the the Guardians oh. weren't gonna show up, you know, for an Iron Man movie. Right, right, right. That kind of thing. Like they you know, it the only thing that's going to bring literally these two worlds together is going to be the kind of cosmic stuff. Right, exactly. But so I, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Uh, you know, and then, you know, we'll see what happens with Endgame and then I guess get the beginning of, of Well do we do we talk about Angelina Jolie and Internals? Oh yeah, that she's uh rumored to be starring yeah. in the Eternals movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that movie's getting realer and realer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I always I keep forgetting about that because I know nothing about the Eternals. Well, that's what I was gonna say. They're yeah. more, you know, obscure. I think than Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I I think definitely. Yeah. Uh, even and, and I mean even before Guardians were mainstream, I mean the Eternals were, the Eternals were kind of like the Beyonders in the sense of like these are a thing. And but I feel like even man, it's just to me, I just could not get interested in any of the characters. Where Guardians was so obscure, but you were like, Rocket Raccoon's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. Because I, I, I couldn't tell you a single one of them. No. I could tell you the, the way the main guy looks. That's about it. Yeah. but I So I, I think that's going to be kind of an Inhumans sort of uphill battle when it when it comes to that. They're... Yeah. Especially because they're, everyone's expecting X-Men. Everyone's expecting Fantastic Four. And I think putting out Internals and X-Men around the same time. 
Uh, it's gonna. I don't well, know. I well, don't know. I, I mean, know. the Eternals are basically the new gods of the Marvel universe. Pretty much. Pretty much. So I mean, you know, if you know, if you're gonna, if if DC's gonna do an Orion movie, that's gonna be comparable, pretty much. Right. So, and I mean, that's a. I don't know, man. That's a stretch. That'd be that'd be an interesting to see him go that far with it. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, Shazam and Pet Cemetery this week. Definitely gonna see Shazam this weekend. Uh, gonna try to see Pet Cemetery. No promises. Um, but yeah, definitely want to get to see Shazam. Looks fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that'll about do it for this week. Um, I know we've been. We've been gone for for a very long time. We'll try not to do that again. You know, it was it was one. I, it, it was it was man, kind of I, yeah. It was kind of fun to have a month off, but I mean, you know, it because I know you don't want to be sick for that long again either. Like that's that's oh, the worst no. part of it. Absolutely not. And I miss geeking out about something. It's yeah. it sucks uh, not doing it. I definitely missed it. But yeah, no, not not being able to just coughing twenty four seven. It's oh man and. It just—it was terrible. Yeah. Well, hopefully that goes away for you in the very, very near yeah. future. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now we'll see. Now it's now I feel good. I mean, when I had the flu, man, I I just couldn't. I couldn't. I was sore. Yeah. And I didn't do anything. Um, I just felt like garbage. But thankfully, all that's done with. It's—it literally sounds worse than it is. I'm sure my vocal cords <laughs> look like shit right now, but I'm not as sick. Um, you know, it's my coughing has drastically dropped. So I'm feeling much better. Uh, it's just, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time for the vocal cords to heal back up. Warm, war, warm tea with honey. Best thing for it. Oh yeah. The, the problem is you put a little bourbon in it and then it's six late. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's, that, that's, that's what I've been doing. Hey, that'll work too. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's was is that called a hot toddy? A hot toddy. That's it. That's yep. it. Yeah. Hey, no, if it's good, if it's good enough for Daredevil, you know. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, all right, but we will definitely, we will definitely make every effort to be back again next week. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, email us wegeekpodcast at gmail dot com. We are on Twitter at wegeekpodcast at Adam Estep at the Logan Witt. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google, on Spotify, literally pretty much everywhere, I think, except iHeartRadio, because getting onto that platform was weird, and I did that once, and it was just, it takes you off some other stuff, and it's bizarre. But we're pretty yeah. much everywhere else, if you want to look for us. Um I'm trying to think of everything else that we've missed. Um, our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. I haven't forgotten anything, have I? I haven't done this part of the show in a while. <laughs> I think that's it, man. I, I mean, I'm one thing I, I, I forgot to say is uh, that new Star Wars book's coming out, the Qui-Gon Jinn one. Oh, yeah. When is it out? I believe it's coming out in about a week. So Ooh. if it's not out by next week, that's fine. But, man, I, oh, I want to talk about that once it, once it drops. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, I think that's it. I think that's – I think we're good. All right, then. We'll see you guys same bat time, same bat channel next week. Captain? Captain. Captain.